Hello and greetings from the OC in Southern Cal. This is Tina Anderson with Get Fit, Stay Healthy and TinaAndersonOC.com. And you are listening to show number 57, my May 10-day jump start for June to help you start a diet exercise plan, keep one going, or help with a plateau. I will have the written form, basically an outline, not the entire podcast, but an outline at TinaAndersonOC.com. That's my blog. So you're going to pick a set of 10 days that will give you the best opportunity to do this. And I will give you, of course, seven steps, keeping in mind that there will never be the 10 perfect days in a row. That's a pipe dream for most of us, right? So don't procrastinate because you have a birthday party in the middle of your 10 days. Too bad, so sad. You can miss a serving of cake or some wine or whatever just this one time considering you have the rest of your life to make it up. All right, so here we go. This is your May 10-day jump start for June. Step number one, preparation and food. Tell everyone, if you're up to it, that you are on a 10-day jump start to kind of get yourself going or a plateau break or whatever you want to call it, and you need their support. If you need accountability to succeed, if you want to keep it quiet, do it on your own, totally fine. But if you know accountability, which is a huge factor in the success rate, is what you need, then tell people via social media, via text, phone, whatever. Clean out processed foods and sugar from your dwelling and environment. If you have fellow employees at work that have junk on their desks, Don't walk by that desk if you can help it or ask them to put it somewhere else. If you have a lot of crap in your home, you're going to eat it. So you're going to have to get rid of it. I know it feels like you're wasting, but if it's not real food, you're not really wasting. You're just getting rid of crap anyway, right? So it's not like you're getting rid of broccoli. So you shouldn't feel too bad. Give it away if you need to, but get rid of it. Get it out of your home. Decide on a few clean, quote, clean meals and purchase only for those. So keep it really simple. Go organic as much as you can if you can afford it. Combine, let's say, chicken breast, uh, maybe ocean-caught salmon, broccoli, quinoa, lentils, sweet potato, maybe asparagus, onions, mushrooms, kale, spinach, or something like that. Now, you can rotate some of the same foods, right? But just keep something very, very simple in mind for the entire 10 days. Don't recreate the wheel every other day. It's not that boring. It's 10 days, and it'll keep it really simple for you. And that means less prep time, less time to think about what you want to eat, which means you won't wander around the kitchen, possibly digging your hands into some place you shouldn't be digging them into. So it, it will help in, uh, in many areas if you just keep it simple. And most restaurants can make grilled chicken and broccoli, or they have salads or veggies. You can eat out, make sure that they don't have it soaked in sodium or something, and that things are grilled and not fried. Try for green tea. It can be caffeinated. Try for three cups a day and drink water throughout the day. I'm not going to tell you exactly how much water to drink. Uh, You know, I've heard half your body weight, but geez, if you weigh 200 pounds, that's a lot of water. But just sip it, drink it throughout the day and get through at least a couple, maybe 32 ounce, you know, containers if you can. Apples and dark berries, maybe some almonds for snacks, but only about a fourth of a cup a day of the nuts. Now, breakfast options could be oatmeal with natural, no sugar added peanut butter or almond butter, maybe some Greek yogurt 
My go-to, of course, which you guys know, is Shakeology with extra protein powder. So if even if it's not that, which it probably isn't for most of you, but it should be, then uh, protein powder, a protein shake would be fantastic. Lunch might consist of salads with greens and, again, quinoa, lentils, beans, uh, lean protein sources, and only olive oil-based dressings if you need them sparingly. Uh, not any of the other junky stuff. Don't be putting ranch on your salad. Oh, my gosh. Make sure that you take fish oil every day. If you are not doing that already, uh, you should definitely be doing that. And uh, for snacks, cut up veggies like carrots and celery, yakima, uh, peppers, low-fat cottage cheese is good. Eat lean protein in every meal, including snacks, and try to space 12 hours between your last meal of the day and your first meal of the next day. Now, you can also use, I would suggest, soy-free, usually vegan, protein bars. However, they are still processed if they're a bar for the most part. There are some that are real foods, and they're a little more expensive, but you can find those. I don't suggest a lot of bars because you're trying to go process-free. Try to feel a little hungry. Embrace it. Go to bed with maybe feeling your stomach a little more hollow. Jeez, what a concept. Diet and nutrition are the keys. If you don't know that already, I'm telling you now, and don't ever forget it. It's that simple. What you eat, diet, nutrition, the main factor in this. All right, so you cut out your processed foods, which means pretty much anything in a box or a can. It can be tough, but it's totally worth it. Step number two has to do with sleep and repair. Make sure you get adequate sleep. Most studies say seven to eight hours, and you might need more or less. If you don't know that, try between seven and eight hours. It's not just about rest. It's not just about being hungry if you don't and reaching for those carbs if you haven't slept enough and you're tired. It's also about your natural fat-burning process that occurs when you sleep enough and well and rejuvenation. So you can work out hard the next workout. And this is so critical. I've done a segment and a blog on this, and I'm actually going to be doing another one. There are articles everywhere if you want details. You're going to turn off your electronic devices no less than an hour before bed, including your smartphones, dark, cool room, and that slightly empty feeling tummy. Step number three is movement and exercise. You will plan it out over your 10 days with, you know, some leeway in there in case something comes up. Depending on your level, your age, your condition, and any other mitigating factors, injuries, anything like that, certainly that will play into your workout. However, what you're trying for is an interval-based high-intensity exercise bout five times during the 10 days. So I say that, but if you have injuries or something that prevents you from doing that, then certainly don't do it. I'm not doing personal training here. I'm giving you a 10-day jumpstart plan outline. If you're more advanced, then uh, yeah, you should be able to do that. So how long? I suggest 10 to 40 minutes total, including your recovery time. That means that, yes, you could do 10 minutes of high-intensity intervals if that's all you can do. And, yes, that will give you an advantage for that day. Yes, it will. Don't skip it. 
and you don't have to run either. I don't run. I can't really run anymore. And of course, you know, I do the cycling, so cycling, the spin, group fitness classes that provide intervals. I mean, all kinds of classes that have short bouts of high-intensity exercise drills. Resistance work can create that. A brisk walk might be it for you. A hike might do it. Power yoga might do it. Swimming might do it. Dancing might do it. If you get out of breath, recover, and can repeat it. And again, I am saying if you can do this safely. You could do push-ups, planks, body weight, squats, lunges, pretend jump ropes, boxing, kickboxing. All of that will work if you get out of breath, catch your breath, get out of breath. And so a, a full group fitness class totally works if it's a class like that. The list goes on and on, doesn't it? We want a metabolic burst and we want your metabolism on fire. The other days, endurance and resistance work fine. I'm not real big on endurance long, you know, but yeah, if you want to work some of that in yoga, Pilates based workouts. Yes, that would be great. I'm definitely going to add in some walking, find a way to do all this. You need balance. You need to push your comfort level. And I do want you in a Pilates or a yoga class and some walking. And of course you need some weight training in there. So out of all the intervals, you could do planks and push-ups, and then you could pick up some weights and do kind of a, a maxed out for each muscle group. There's a lot of ways to do this. This isn't a, a session, like I said, so I can't get super detailed. You certainly can ask me questions later and I'll explain that, but you get the general concept. Now, walking, I want some walking in there too. Now this is a, a quick dose of mental and physical rejuvenation. Take five minutes a day, if that's all you can do, over the next 10 days and walk to put mental and physical distance between you and your stress-causing issues. It's amazing how clarity and solutions often result during or after a walk. But don't force that. That in and of itself can cause more stress. I don't want that. And walk outside, not on a treadmill. Observe, you know, what are you smelling? What are you seeing? Take it in. Pay attention to the small details and just reconnect to your body and movement in a calm, peaceful, loving, accepting way. So you have your intervals, get at least five sessions in out of the 10 days, throw in exercise classes, mix it up with some Pilates and yoga, make sure you get your weight training, get some walking for relaxation and reconnection in there as well. 10 to 40 minutes. If you want to go an hour or more, you can. However, you can push that too far and then end up being hungry too hungry, and you can also suppress your immune system, so be very careful. If you're more advanced, you can go more advanced, obviously, but there's a fine line, and diet is the key, not crazy-ass exercises that send you into the ozone layer and uh, possibly injure you, and I know that sounds weird for me to say, but I'm very much about moderation and balance. Here's an example of 10 days starting with a Monday. Weight training focusing on back try, hamstrings, core, and then, of course, stretching, followed with a short uh, bout of maybe some intervals or a little bit of endurance work on some cardio machines. Then day two could be a spin class, which is pretty much all intervals. Well, I shouldn't say that. Some people might not do all intervals. So whatever that is, but spin is usually almost always has interval training in it. Day three is back to weights for chest, by quads, and core with similar sort of, you know, intervals or light cardio, whatever you want to do. And I, I didn't put shoulders in there, but shoulders get worked anyway. So if you want to throw shoulders in, go right ahead, or calves or whatever, throw it in there. These are just basic guidelines. 
All right, day four is a yoga class or Pilates. Day five is kickboxing, a workout maybe. Day six is a brisk walk or a light jog. That's kind of a recovery day, I guess. Day seven is weight training, just like we started, as I already mentioned. Day eight is back to spin or step class or something else similar to that. Day nine is, again, the other weight training day. And day 10 is Pilates or yoga or something different or new that you haven't done before. By the way, and this is really important, when you work out, no cell phones, no cell phones, no texting, no checking Facebook, Instagram, no, 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 unless you have a really, really, really huge legitimate reason and you better be freaking important as hell. You know what I'm saying? Like you are literally as important as the president if you can't be away from yourself for 30 to 60 minutes. My God, what is going on that you can't be away from that? Okay, I'm getting on a soapbox because I see it in my spin class. All right, but I digress. So uh, variety, focus on fundamentals if you want. Keep it simple. Get some intervals in. Get some walking in five minutes. Do something you haven't done. Get out of breath, recover, work your muscles, stretch. Hello, okay, for 10 days. And that I, ha- I do have kind of a recovery day. I made mine in the example day six. You're, you're doing something every day, but I made day six kind of a brisk walk or a light jog or something like that. Okay, step number four is entitled brain de-stressing. Okay, you ready? Because some of you are going to be like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm just telling you. Schedule in meditation or quiet time. Don't want to call it meditation? Does that make you feel weird? Quiet time. How about that? Like when you're in kindergarten, for some of you who are old like me, old in a good way, nap time. (laughs) Uh, Even five minutes in the morning and five minutes before you go to sleep. Push out all thoughts and just empty your mind. Imagine all your stress and worry and anxiety as well as your to-do list being lifted and just carried away or dropped through your body like melting away into Mother Earth. And there's not a wrong way to do this. Just sit quietly. Yes, you can add this into your walk if you really want to. Make sure that you're somewhere quiet though, not around a bunch of cars. No distractions whatsoever. Quiet time. Another tip is to concentrate on a word or a phrase or an image during your meditation. As soon as you catch your mind wandering off, which it probably will, just go right back to it. Remember that we draw to us that which we think about. So think about that. And constant stress is a killer. It's killing you slowly if you have it all the time. It's breaking you down from the inside and out. And it adds and keeps weight on, especially around your belly. Yes, your stomach. Think of that anxiety as little little forms of fat cells going to your belly. That really isn't what's happening, but kind of think of it that way. Like, oh, I got to stop. I got to arrest this. I got I to gotta stop this. Now, also, the super hardcore crazy-ass workouts all the time also add stress to your system. Same thing. I just mentioned that. That's why I want balance and moderation. And step number four is, of course, about controlling your thoughts. This is part of the 10-Day Jumpstart for June. 
Moving on to step number five, V-R-S-T. Another component is your visualization realization statement of truth. This is a one-sentence affirmation stating your truth and your ultimate goal. You will write it down. You will post it. You will see it. You will repeat it. You will digest it, whatever it takes. Post it on your bathroom mirror, in your car, on the fridge, on your phone. Uh, Write it on your toilet paper. Send yourself email messages with the phrase. Ask others to email it. Text it to you. Send yourself a voice message. I don't care what you got to do. I want you to be around it all the time, twice a day. Here's an example. Quote, I am making positive changes to look and feel the way I deserve, and I know that I am getting stronger, healthier, and leaner every day. Then visualize yourself in an outfit or at a function, posing for a picture, or engaging in an activity as the person you want to be inside and out. And here's another approach. Quote, I'm strong, committed, and sexy from the inside and out because I'm taking care of myself and I'm becoming the best version of me I've ever been. And then again, visualization. Visualize where you're going to be. See it in your mind, not where you are now. That statement and that picture are very important. Don't discard it. Otherwise, I wouldn't have put it in here. It wouldn't be step five if it wasn't part of the important steps. Numero seis, step number six. The calendar and the journal. Get one or create one with your 10 days and outline what you need to do each day. Maybe leave space for comments or even add a journal to this because the perspective you'll gain afterwards will be so helpful. I don't know if you've kept a diary or journaled ever in your life, but if you've ever gone back and read something, even a year later, it is sometimes astounding to see what you put in words and to imagine where you were when you wrote that and why. It's like a foreign person. Sometimes you don't even recognize it. It's, it's pretty remarkable, so I highly suggest this. Circle your good days or tough days or strong days and indicate why. It'll help you identify what works and what doesn't in regards to your goals, and it will help you maintain momentum and work proactively instead of reactively, which usually means with remorse, remorsefully. We want to get on top of this. We want to get ahead of it. And you have to have perspective and you have to know what's working. You can't guess at it. And finally, step number seven, because you know, seven is my number, uh, calories slash questions. I'm guessing you might be wondering why I haven't brought up calories. For this particular plan, focus on whole foods instead of your processed food-like substances, along with deleting sugar, And pretty much your calories should take care of themselves. It's pretty hard to overdose on uh, non-processed foods. Yeah, you could probably have maybe too many nuts, but usually that doesn't happen. I doubt you're going to overdose on fruit. Be careful with that. Don't go crazy on it. You're not going to overdose on veggies. You're just not. And your body actually has to work to digest that kind of stuff anyway, so you sort of add a little calorie burn in there. I mean, don't worry about that stuff. Don't worry about your calories right now. Worry about the types of foods that you are eating and what you're drinking as well. And also questions. I know that you probably will have some questions. So you can ask on my blog or in 
on other social media, and those links are on my blog, tinaandersonoc.com. And focus on um, not what you're giving up, but what you can have and what you're gaining. You're adding things to your life, adding to your life. When you look at successful plans, it's oftentimes what you add to it to replace things without realizing. It's not trying to take everything out. I know I gave you a list of some stuff, and I'm going to do it again. But think of adding things in instead. On to a few quick and simple weight loss tips in case the 10-day plan is not your thing. And I will repeat myself again, but the stuff that's worth repeating is worth repeating, right? I heard once a trainer say this to a client next to me, and I thought it was brilliant. And uh, she said, hey, you want to lose five pounds fast, right? Because this client was like, ah, I got to lose five pounds, uh, you know, going crazy. And uh, she said, okay, go get a saw and uh, cut off your right arm or your left, whichever you choose, and bingo, five pounds gone. Okay, not funny. I know, it's kind of gross. But you get the point, right? So remember that when you have a BSD, a bad scale day. The scale can fluctuate up to seven pounds. I've seen it happen with my husband over and over again. Seven pounds. And it will ruin your day or make your day. And you might not be any smaller, any bigger, right? So keep in mind what happens on the inside of your body based on a lot of factors. However, here's a tip. Lose water weight from celery and asparagus and green tea. Once again and again and again and again, eat whole foods. What's a whole food? An apple, a potato. What's the label on an apple? What what does the label look like on um, a box of Pop-Tarts? Oh my God, right? So that's the difference. Watch your body change, feel it change when you give it foods that it can identify and digest the correct way. Drink lots of water, eat lean protein at every meal and every snack. Never eat carbs alone, not even as a snack. No sugar, no artificial sweeteners, no soda, no diet soda. I know that's a lot of no's, but replace it with green tea, water with lemon. You'll get used to it. Regular tea. A cup or two of coffee in the morning, I don't have a problem with that. In my opinion, it's fine. I think it's a good drug. If you have a caffeine addiction, uh, not good. You know you need to fix that. That's not good. Eat most of your fruits by midday because they are sugar. So I don't suggest tons of fruit at night. I mean, if, you, if you're just, you know, maintaining or whatever, I don't think it's a big deal. Certainly, I've had blueberries at night. Just don't pile up on the fruit at night. Move a little more than you have every day. Just move a little more. Find a way to integrate it. Walk faster to the mailbox. Take three extra trips. Offer to carry groceries. I don't know what it is. Just move more, do more, a little more every day. That's a tip. That will help. And some fitness peeps will call me out on this one, but I think you can substitute a glass of nice red wine, a nice glass, not the cheapo stuff, something good, I'm just saying, uh, for a carb if you want and can without derailing your progress. Okay, if it doesn't, get you off track. And not a 10-ounce glass, a small regular serving, maybe four to six ounces. Stop eating at least two hours before bedtime if you can and try again to have 12 hours between your last meal and the first meal the next day. Those are just some quick tips. I'm not going to get into any emotional eating stuff because that's a whole other subject, and I just did a podcast on it, and it is my kind of my special area, so there's I've got tons of stuff on that. You can always ask me. I can give you resource after resource if that's part of your issue. I'm not addressing really the emotional eating at all on this one. 
And, it, you know, if this stuff sounds horrible, boring, prison-like, I'm just telling you, it's not. It's not. It's life-giving and colorful. Carrots and broccoli and mushrooms and a sweet potato on your plate. Beautiful. It's a beautiful plate. Okay, it's weird. I get, like, turned on by this beautiful plate of food. My family's having all this ugly stuff on their plates. I'm like, look at this. It's so beautiful. And the kids are like, yeah, right, Mom. But you know what I'm saying? A short, brisk walk and a big glass of water with lemon. Awesome sauce. Fueling your body with nutrients and minerals and enzymes that it requires to function at its best. That is a gift. It's a gift, and you might not feel the positive effects right away, especially if you have been living on the other extreme. But trust the process and do the hard work. It's worth it. You will get there. It may take you a couple weeks. Maybe you do the 10-day, and you just start to feel like, wow, then keep going. This is just 10 days because I think most people can wrap their brains around doing something for 10 days. And I want to get you past the week mark into the next week. Okay, so don't make it complicated and add in activities and choices that you can start to integrate into your life on a consistent basis. Uh, Pick a a few new habits maybe to start. Uh, And listen, if you move a little more, if let's say you get a little bit of broccoli or asparagus or something every day, something that's not processed, maybe you have a short moment of quiet time and reflection time, and maybe you've skipped your Diet Cokes. That alone will make me happy, and it will make your body happy too. So pick your days, find someone to do it with you, do it as a group. At the very least, if you want accountability, tell some people, keep yourself accountable and do your jump start for whatever reason, and let me know how it goes. I believe in you. You can do it. May is almost over, so you can start this whenever you want. And if you're listening to this in December, you can do a 10-day jump start on December 20th. Sure, if you're crazy. No, go right ahead. You can do this anytime, though. And it gives you a reason to say no to certain things and to, uh, to comply better when it's really crazy out there. Sometimes it's the best time to do it. Moving right into June, by the way, it's June gloom in Southern Cal a lot of the time, meaning the weather, the fog, which I actually like because I miss the changes of the seasons. But being gloomy is a serious problem for a lot of people. So in June here, I will be sharing some of my favorite pick-me-uppers, positive affirmations one after the other you can play them back whenever you need to and put a smile on your face and kind of pick up your mood a little bit or whatever you need to do a little bit of encouragement until then make good choices set your appropriate boundaries spread good vibrations in the world find something to laugh about every day and please manage your stress before it manages you Talk to me at tinaandersonoc.com where you'll also find an outline of the plan, my online home, and the place to hang where I help you live your life in the groove. tinaandersonoc.com. I'll be waiting. This is Get Fit, Stay Healthy, asking you to do the same. And Get Fit, Stay Healthy is brought to you commercial-free, courtesy of TA7 Productions, Inc.